welcome to episode 13 of the Gaming Disorder Podcast. I am your host, the Forte Jorge, with me on this wonderful Saturday morning, Dylan Lang. Dylan, how's your week been going, man? It's been going alright, man. I've been actually having a lot of downtime to play video games lately. Oh, the best downtime. Yeah, man. Yeah, okay. so I got in a lot of rounds of Smash Bros, and I'm continuing my playthrough of Persona 5 right now. Oh, nice. Yeah, I think you had told me that you were already on the Casino Palace uh, getting ready to beat that one, correct? Yep, just fixing to wrap it up. Awesome. That's good. Yeah, so I'm pretty excited for your progress in Persona 5 because, as you know, we are going to be doing the Persona episode when you finish it, and then mm-hmm. that way I'm really excited to, to get into kind of like the overall story, and it's it's really is such a great game, so I'm pretty excited for you to finish that. Uh, have you been playing anything else other than Smash and Persona this week? I mean, aside from that, oh, well, I mean, there is a couple mobile games, but just that's just whenever I'm out and about, but... Yeah, yeah I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima. I'm really into it. I am probably close to 20 hours into it. I have... I'm playing it very methodically, so I'm, I do all the side quests before I do the main quests, and I have now, I think, close to liberated the first area. I've nice. almost 100%ed the first area, so I'm having a really good time with it. I'm, I'm glad that I kind of sat down with it and gave it the time it deserves, because it, it really is such a great game. And uh, I've actually started playing... There's a somewhat new Yu-Gi-Oh! game on the PlayStation 4, and I think it's Legacy the Duelist Link Evolution, I think is what Mm. it's actually called. So, because I think I had told you that the one on mobile... Uh, starting September 30th, they weren't basically going to support it anymore, and I think at some point they're just going to take it off of the store. So Legacy of the Duelist is the exact same game, just with more and new content. So I kind of hopped on that, and I've been playing that as well. I've, I've been having a really good time with it, because I'm kind of like reteaching myself how to play. So, you know, I'm, I'm having a pretty good time with it. I'm kind of scratching that, that Duel Monsters itch right now. Nice. Yeah. So, D, tell me, I know we kind of got together. We talked about doing a somewhat shorter episode this week. We have some more stuff coming up in the coming weeks that I'm pretty excited about, but you guys will see that once it comes out. But we kind of just wanted to get together. This one doesn't necessarily have a topic. I think we're just kind of touching base and seeing where we're at right now, what we're playing, how we're feeling about stuff. But before we get into that, why don't we get into our news drop segment? Drop it. This week, I have an article here that kind of really stuck out to me because Amazon announced a video game streaming service that they're going to be releasing called Amazon Luna. The new video game streaming service from Amazon is supposed to be, I'm not sure if it's a la carte style, but they kind of talked about, hey, you pay this much for it, and what we're basically going to do is Ubisoft is going to have a channel, this developer is going to have a channel, that developer is going to have a channel, and then you subscribe to the particular ones that you want. I believe they said it was $5.99 a month for the, I guess, upgraded version, and they give you options like unlimited play, things like that. So I'm curious to see, you know, Amazon is really throwing their hat in the ring in terms of this you know, the video game streaming service, much like Google Stadia, much like Xbox, I believe, has xCloud. So tell me, D, did you hear about this or do you have any news to me? Yeah. So tell me, like, how do you because I know you're always more favorable of actually being able to download games as opposed to streaming them. But how does this whole 
model of like let's say you're a really big fan of ubisoft and then you just subscribe to their channel and now you have access to to their content through amazon i mean amazon has more money than god so you know they definitely have money to back this up but the fact that they're adding a streaming service for games this is pretty big news to me what i know at least but for them to start streaming games and to have different types of publishers partnered up well they'll put subscription bundles out for streaming game services yeah i think that's pretty awesome that way a lot of people can just try games out for for the price that you're paying for the subscription i think that it's like a good introduction into whatever game it is that you want to give a shot to yeah because from what i understand uh, luna is going to be going on what they call the channel system so the first one that they have announced is going to be the ubisoft channel and it's going to come with the new ubisoft uh, the ubisoft games day and date that they launch so let's say far cry 6 comes out you were going to have it day one uh if you have the amazon luna ubisoft channel so they did confirm that it's going to require a separate subscription so for instance you pay for luna and then you pay for the channels you want so i do kind of like that approach of like hey you know pick what you want pick and choose but from what i understand they also said that the channels aren't going to be restricted to just a publisher basis so from what i understand they also said that they are going to have it be like oh we're gonna have like an rpg channel and now these are all the RPG games that we have on here. So it sounds like they're going to have channels classified in genres as well as by publishers. So I'm pretty excited for that. I'm just curious because, like I said, if someone else could come in and kind of make a mark in video game streaming, I think Amazon would be a pretty good choice because Google released Stadia. I got Stadia day one. Personally, I'm not a I wasn't a super big fan of Stadia. It was okay. And I know it's getting better as the months go along, but to be honest, it felt kind of like it, it kind of stumbled out of the gate. So yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what Amazon does. I mean, like I said, they have more money than God. So I, yeah. I think that if they really do put some financial backings into this and start making these deals, then I, I really do think that they can be a contender in the streaming space. Yeah, I don't think it'll slow down for Amazon for doing this. I think this is like a good experiment into giving this streaming service a try. They, they're doing all sorts of different things from like, you know, streaming shows. Now it's video games. So it seems like an interesting approach to a market yeah so we'll have to see how that comes out i might dive into it but like i said streaming is not really something that i'm super i guess focused on just because of the fact that i i do think that at some point that will be the future but i just think that our infrastructure in terms of internet isn't where it needs to be to have that be the norm so i don't think we're gonna have to worry about streaming services being the dominant oh, yeah. force until we really have that i mean there's still rural parts in the country that don't have stable internet or you have very limited service providers you know, we'll, we'll see how that goes along. But so number two for our news drop this week, uh, PlayStation actually released, I think it was like a seven minute video of the official hardware deep dive. So it was basically this guy in a white room taking apart the PlayStation 5. I mean, it was interesting to see it because he was, you know, sitting right next to it. I mean, this thing is big. This thing is big, Dylan. Like you'd be surprised. Really? I don't know if you saw the breakdown video or not, but it looks like a beautiful tower. 
Okay, I don't mind it being that big. A couple key points of interest were Sony really listened to a lot of the feedback of people saying that the PlayStation 4 a lot of times runs super loud. I mean, everyone makes the, the joke that it sounds like a jet engine getting ready to take off, but they really did a breakdown. They're like, hey, we listened to a lot of your concerns, but a couple of points of interest here are uh, the entire rear side of the console is actually the exhaust port. You know, it's actually where it kind of mitigates all that noise and stuff. It apparently has a huge cooling fan capable of drawing air from both of the sides of the console so i think it's 120 millimeter by 45 millimeter if anyone is really interested in those specs but this thing looks like the fan that goes in your bathroom <laughs> you know like the one that you Damn. turn on but it has dust catching ports uh, that have apparently been built to withstand you like putting a small little vacuum to it it has a liquid metal thermal conductor that apparently is going to keep the cpu and the gpu cool and it has a large uh, heat sink so it's using a heat pipe that achieves the same performance as like a vapor chamber. So nice. it looks like they really are putting a focus on keeping, I mean, this thing is big. So I'm assuming it's going to give off some heat. So it looks like they really have put a focus on keeping this thing cool, keeping this thing quiet, which I know a lot of people were excited for me personally. Nine times out of 10, I play with my headphones on anyway, so I don't really hear my PlayStation. But I understand not everyone does that. And I know there are certain times when I play like Call of Duty or Gran Turismo, like, yeah, I definitely hear it, like, basically trying to trudge along. But tell me, D, like, do you feel one way or another about the breakdown of the PlayStation 5? Is there anything that you were hoping to see more of, or is there anything that you hope the system offers that we don't know about yet? Well, I'd like to watch a video on this myself whenever I get the time just to see how the specs are like from a visual standpoint, but from the way you're explaining it and all, it just sounds like they're putting in a lot of high performance stuff. Cause mind you, like it'll be a while until like the next generation of consoles come out. So by that time, they're gonna need something to kind of keep high performance for all the games that come out until then. Yeah, I really do think that all of the forward thinking that they have been putting into this console, they're definitely in for the long haul. You know, these systems, I feel like generations, I, I think they want them to last longer. I wouldn't mind them lasting longer because, you know, you look at games that were in the beginning of the PlayStation 4 era and then looking at like a game like Ghost of Tsushima, The Last of Us Part 2, and sometimes it's like night and day, depending on what games you're looking at. Same thing with all generations, you know, beginning PS3 games did not look the same as like PS3 games towards the end of the life cycle. So, oh, yeah. I'm pretty excited to see how these systems operate after we reach that like mid-cycle tier. Um, and then, you know, Sony usually does a slimmer version and they usually do like a performance version. So I can't wait to see what those are as well. They showed that the faceplate is pretty easily removed and customizable. So I think that probably what Sony's going to do at some point is start releasing maybe like special edition faceplates. So you don't have to necessarily buy a special edition console. Like let's say, oh, God of War 2 comes out and like, oh, here's a special God of War 2 faceplate. You can pop the one off of your PlayStation, put it on. So now you have what looks like a special edition console. I'm sure they'll still limited edition special consoles and stuff, but you know, it is cool to see that they're adding these little factors to the system. Well, I think it sounds awesome whenever you put it that way, because if that's the case, a lot of special edition games that do come out, they could just include a faceplate to come along with it as like an accessory piece for the console. You know? So to make that part interchangeable, I think you can kind of have your own little personal touch on your PlayStation. You know, I think that's pretty cool. 
Yeah, I would not be surprised if you start seeing pre-order bonuses that come with an interchangeable faceplate or like a collector's edition, something like that. Special edition that comes with a faceplate. Like, I think that that would be a pretty cool thing to see included with a lot of these pre-orders, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, just that enough, like, man, to make your PlayStation look decked out, man, dude, that'd be awesome. Like, Yeah, during the breakdown, they also showed that there is a stand at the base of the PlayStation uh, for when you have it in your vertical mode and then the base actually comes off there's like a single screw that holds it in and then it goes on the side and that's actually how you would actually put it horizontally but it's so funny because I saw the backlash online for this and I was like give me a break like people are like oh you have to take a screwdriver and take the plate I was like how often are you actually switching your console I mean I can't really speak for anyone else I know me personally once I have my console set up I really don't move it. I'm not switching it between horizontal and vertical. My PS4 Pro is mounted to the wall right now with what's called a hide it mount so it looks flush. So I don't really have any intention of moving this thing once I get it. And I can't imagine that the majority of people were would even consider moving it back and forth, back and forth, especially with the new size of these consoles. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, this is just people complaining about stuff for the sake of complaining about stuff. Yeah. Makes sense. I mean, it'd be interesting to see what'll happen with like the whole faceplate thing. But I mean, just to kind of take a screwdriver, just to take it off and put it back on. I think that's like a very, it's not a big thing to really complain about. It just secures it. So I don't know why people feel the need to complain about that. You know, I would rather have it sit flushed onto my console and it look nice than it coming loosely apart. And then all of a sudden I have to worry about fixing it up while I'm in like the middle of a game or something, you know? Yeah, it's funny because I think the European account for Xbox released a video and they're like, oh, this is how you switch the Xbox Series X or S from horizontal mode to vertical mode. And they basically just tipped it over, not like tipped it over aggressively, but literally like placed it horizontally. But the weird thing is like the little rubber pegs that are on the bottom because the Xbox Series it looks like it's meant to be vertical. So on the bottom of it, it has like these little rubber pegs. And when you lay it horizontally, those little pegs are off to the side. So it almost doesn't look oh. right. And then part of me was like, all right, this is this is childish. This is dumb. So it's kind of like putting a refrigerator down on its side or something like that. And that's kind of what you're doing because when you have kind of what I would consider to be in... I'm just so bored with the Xbox design. I'm going to be honest. Like of the series... Because it's just, it looks like a mini gaming tower. It looks like a sideways printer. I know some people are like, oh, it looks like a mini fridge. It looks like this. It looks like that. It's just a black square. So, of course, you can lay a black square horizontally horizontally or vertically. But yeah. there's, it just, it doesn't have any, it doesn't have any, like, pizzazz when I look at it. So, but then again, I'm PlayStation-centric, much like you are, Dylan. I know someone's going to probably be like, oh, you know, Sony fanboys. Yeah, yeah, you know, it is what it is. I, I know what I like, and I, I'm sticking to it, so... Yeah, I'm kind of a fan of the design of the way the PlayStation 5 looks compared to the Xbox series, of course. I think compared to like the other iterations of the Xbox series, well, the other Xboxes before, like this probably has a much more sleek design compared to those others. Mm -hmm. But like, uh, like with PlayStation, I think it's just, you know, they're upping the ante just a different way. Like they're not going for sleek, they're going for intricate design. And I, I like that. Yeah. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't happier with the design of it than the previous one. But then again, the previous one wasn't made for me. So I can't really say anything. And it just, it just, 
I'm also like a car guy, so when I see new revisions and iterations of cars, I'm always like looking at the edges, I'm looking at the design, curvature, things like that. Yeah. And for the most part, I say Sony has kind of not reinvented the wheel every time, but every time they found a way to make it look better. Like I loved how my OG PS2 looked. You know, that was obviously yeah. square as well. But and then the PS3 obviously coming out and it's more curved. And then a couple redesigns to the PS3. You had the George Foreman PS3, but and then the PS4 obviously being sleek and sharp. So I like to see that progression going on. And I just Xbox has kind of been just lackluster to me. So but, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. If you like that sort of design, more power to you. If you're a day one Xbox person, more power to you. I can't wait to see what these things look like and run. Uh, when we get into the first couple of weeks of November. So yeah, that's really all we have for the news drop this week. And this episode, like I said, we're not even really coming to the table with a topic. I'd like to have just kind of like a general discussion, a back and forth with Dylan. More lighthearted episode. This episode's probably going to run a little bit shorter. So Dylan, tell me, uh, for this year at least, what are some of the gaming things that have stuck out to you, whether it's a particular game or any new software or you know for the for the overall year how do you feel where are you at corona being such a thing and all you know i'm happy that there's always still going to be productivity with it though like it, there's no halt to it so i'm glad that people are still just kind of chilling at home and able to still work on like whatever they need to do in order to get this product out so that's nice but just in a personal note like with games as a whole like there are a couple titles that came out that really struck me as amazing like ghost of tsushima right now uh, I actually went to my buddies recently and saw them playing Genshin Impact together, so I was kind of surprised about that. I'm a little tempted to actually play it too, just because Genshin Impact seemed pretty awesome. So, uh, like, there's a lot of things with gaming as a whole, with this whole time right now, that kind of moves it forward. So, I think this is just a really nice time to just be invested in games right now. Yeah. Just enjoy them. It's so funny that you bring that up because the age of Corona kind of fucked up a lot of stuff. Yeah. And it's weird because when Corona first started, I had quarantine because of precautionary measure. And this was months and months ago. And I think this was around the time Neo 2 came out. I was able to basically play Neo 2 all day for like two weeks. It was kind of awesome. And, but you know, that's just my personal experience with work. I know not everyone is fortunate to, you know, be able to just kind of play games or a lot of people have lost their jobs or been had their hours severely cut because of COVID and, and yeah. restrictions put in place that have affected a lot of businesses and things like that. So I always try to keep that in mind because, you know, we're obviously very fortunate that we are able to somewhat stay on our feet. And yeah. I just, I do feel for anyone in this, this crazy time of the pandemic that, you know, it, it's, it's crazy for everyone. It really yeah. is like, but I do, I, I'd, I'd lie if I said I didn't find it a little bit heartwarming when I hear that, oh, it's super hard to find a Nintendo Switch because a lot of people are working from home and now they need new ways to entertain themselves. So I'd yeah. be lying if I said that. I feel like there isn't more people now more than ever playing games just because everyone's kind of forced to be home. Right. It's definitely made big moves since the beginning of the year. Like, I think comparing, like, the beginning, where we were just in the stages of beginning quarantine and stuff, there are a lot less people playing video games. But now people will just kind of go to it, just pass the time in a nice way. So it's kind of nice. Yeah, and I mean, I think, and it's funny, I'm going to bring this one up. The There is no way that Corona did not help the sales of, like, Animal Crossings. Oh, dude, 100%. Like, yeah. my God. Animal, even I bought it, and I'd never played an Animal Crossing game before. My sister plays it. I know she's super into it. She's really excited because 
Her birthday is actually in October, and of course they're releasing the Halloween content for Animal Crossing, so she's been getting all her outfits and stuff. And she'll <laughs> send me pictures as sometimes she gets like her furniture, so that's pretty cool. And you know, I I I like this zeitgeist of like more people playing games, and it's yeah, it's weird because I feel like it solidified a lot of what we've been saying over the years, which is like, dude, this can be for everyone. Gaming yeah. can be for everyone, and. I feel like Corona almost helped push that point through. You know, I have, like, my cousins and stuff who he only played, like, Fortnite and other games. He's like, oh, what are some other games I could play? And I was like, oh, try checking this one out. Try, what are you into? Like, do you like challenging games? Do you like story games? And I sent him some recommendations, and I love stuff like that, you know? I I love kind of, like, bringing someone in and kind of guiding them and showing them this whole world that they can be a part of and they might not necessarily be aware of it right away so i think that that that's pretty cool um so i i kind of try to look on the brighter side of things some of the time sometimes i'm pessimistic as fuck but i do try to look on the brighter side of things especially when it comes to, like the things that i'm passionate about so yeah man i think that a lot of people are starting to find ways to entertain themselves through consoles and stuff like that and not just video games it's all it's just like you know you can use it for streaming services or just on the go or what you know it's got its own personal touch to everyone so i think everyone's got something to say about video games with 2020 now as opposed to like four years and stuff like that you know yeah is there anything that you feel that you got into more because covid was a thing that you maybe wouldn't have had if it wasn't hmm i'm gonna be honest like uh, there's a love for games in me that has always been a part of me and with quarantine don't get me wrong like i play games all the time it's just you know with it always there it's like you know, i'm taking i'm seeing the nice sides of like you know taking a break from games every now and then you know it's mm-hmm. it's great whenever it's there and i need something to entertain me but whenever it's excessive it's like man you know maybe i need like an hour to just take a break and do something else you know and then get back on it later on so it's kind of nice but at the same time it's kind of it's kind of becoming a bit of a habit for me and it's not something that i want to make a habit out of it's something that i enjoy like doing on my downtime to kind of get my hours by you know just yeah until the next day yeah yeah no trust me sometimes i feel like i have to take a break or like if i'm watching a really good show or something sometimes i'll go a few days without even turning my playstation on but yeah. luckily there's so many things that I want to play like I still have that interest that it's kind of what I always come back to. I know recently I told you that I've gotten like like a rehashing for Yu-Gi-Oh. So yeah. I had downloaded one of the Yu-Gi-Oh games. I've been playing that and I also went the uh yesterday and bought some cards. So I'll see about maybe uh, you know getting back into that at some point cuz sometimes I like to switch it up a bit as well. Sometimes I go through phases. Like I haven't touched Call of Duty in like months. And when it first came out, I was, like, all about it, you know? And right now, I'm, like, I'm super into, like, Ghost of Tsushima, playing Yu-Gi-Oh! on the PS4. And I, like, hop, I still hop into Dead by Daylight. And then sometimes when I just want to relax, I'll just, like, pop into Minecraft and make, like, a bullshit house and, like, smoke a joint, you know? And it's just, like, super relaxing listening to the music and, you know, playing things that are, like, less pressure. Things, something that I can just casually enjoy my time with. And then I just pause the game. I'll go sit on my balcony for a while. For those of you who don't know, I I live in a high-rise building downtown. 
So it's nice because I get to like overlook the city and chill out and kind of just like restructure my thoughts and decompress. And because, you know, I think that we definitely all need it right now. Yeah, I'm a big advocate for like taking progressive steps to help your mental health, because right now we already have enough shit to deal with. Plus, we're going into an election year. So I, I do like that there are these different levels of experiences I can have and they affect me differently. You know, sometimes I just want to like wash everything away and not care about being super into Dead by Daylight, something that I can kind of just put on in the background and play casually all day, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it's clear what you mean, man. Uh, like something just to kind of get you out of whatever headspace you're in and just be more relaxed. Minecraft is an excellent example because really it's just open space and it's just the world is yours, whatever you want, you know? Yeah, at games like Minecraft, Stardew Valley, Animal Crossings, these games that are just, there's there's really no end to them. The game is whatever you want it to be, you know? And that you can do whatever you want. So I think that that's great. If you would have told me when I was younger, oh yeah, that like my sister would be super into like video games or like the type of video games that she likes to play, I'd be like, no way. Like, you know, but yeah, she always tells me about Animal Crossing and stuff. And I think hmm. that's pretty awesome because it's kind of like everyone needs that. Everyone needs that sort of little bit of a reprise, kind of that thing that's yours, that it, this is like your ritual for kind of like washing everything away. Yeah. And I, I like that. I'm all about that. So Dylan, you know, we're in October and obviously we have Halloween and then Thanksgiving. How about this? Because, you know, I find it so easy for a lot of people to focus on the negative and this is a more casual conversation episode. So what is something that makes you happy and it doesn't even have to be gaming related? It could be something minor, something major. What is something that kind of just gives you like a feel good attitude? And like I said, hmm. it doesn't have to be gaming related. It doesn't have to be, but you know, it's got to be. Like, yeah. man. Because like, I'll tell you what, I have some that are not gaming related at all. <laughs> I kind of feel like at times I'm just like such a solid slate because it's so easy to figure me out. Because, I don't know, like something that just calmed me down the other day was like I was humming the tune to uh, Smooth McGroove's intro because, I don't know, like I, I was listening to a couple guitar videos the other day in bass plays because mm -hmm. a lot of the soundtracks for Mega Man X and stuff, it kind of uses those instruments so i've been checking those out lately and just mm -hmm. kind of like the acoustics of a bass or a guitar it it really resonates with me to some level it's so weird man like the different techniques i don't i don't play bass by any means so i'm not an expert at all i want to so bad same yeah i was honestly thinking of maybe putting that on my christmas list if i'm being honest to you that and rocksmith because you can learn off of ps4 that way too i thought that's pretty dope that is pretty dope I've never right. played it, but I I really want to play a bass. I have an acoustic electric guitar, so it's both. Yeah. Um, but I have it in storage because I was never really playing it. But I also have fat fingers, so that's kind of a problem. Yeah, but I mean, uh, like, just... I mean, specifically, like, Mega Man X soundtracks. Like, I've been kind of listening to that lately, just on acoustic instruments instead, though. And some of them, they're, they're really badass. Like, uh, I love those songs. Like, yeah. man... They shake my soul. That's how much I love them. It is such a good soundtrack. But yeah, see, that's something simple. That's something that you enjoy, something that makes you happy. Like, that's yeah, kind of what I'm trying to trying to convey here. I kind of want this to be like a, hey, it's super easy to no, to focus on the negative right now. Like, what are some feel-good things? For me personally, I know mine is going to sound kind of dumb. I really love the machine at Publix at the grocery store. They have one now that you take a whole pineapple, you put it in the machine. It, like takes all the skin off of it cores it and then puts it into a bucket for you 
And what? that makes me so happy because I fucking love citrus. Okay, there are fewer things in this world that I love than citrus. I love mandarins, oranges, tangerines, pineapple, anything citric. I'm all about it. Yeah. And then it basically makes it into pineapple spears, like a pickle spear out of a whole pineapple. Damn. And it's already pre-cut, ready for you to go. And I'll usually try to get two of them because one of those is not making it home. I have ate an entire <laughs> pineapple in one sitting. And it's great because there's like fresh pineapple juice left over bottom. And then I throw that back like a shot. And I don't know what it is. I pick up my pineapple. I put it in the machine. And it just it makes me happy watching how it happens. But also because I really enjoy it. And I know it's like a dumb thing. Like what? Because that's what it's about, man. It's about these like little victories, you know, yeah. to, like feel good things. It doesn't have to be anything substantial. It could be just something minor. You said humming a song, eating fucking fresh fruit, just like any sort of thing. Like I had a moment and then it was taken from me. Okay. I got into a fight. Oh, I didn't tell you this. I, I guess I could tell this story on the air. So I got into a fight with a guy at the card shop when what? I, yeah, when I went to go get cards. So as you know, Dylan, I was looking for a particular booster box. Yeah. A booster box has 36 packs in it. I could find it on Amazon, but then part of me was like, no, you know what? Let me let me go out. It's the time of Corona. Let, let me support like a local business or something, even if I have to pay a little bit more for it. That's okay. I've been kind of cooped up in the apartment all week, and this place was maybe like a 20 minute like a 20 minute drive away. It's like okay. Woke up, took a shower. <laughs> Walked the dog, brought her back, got dressed, got in my car, smoked a little bit, and I'm putting on some music. I'm feeling good. It was a good day, D. It was like that yeah. Ice Cube song. I was having that good day moment. I got my grub on, but didn't pig out, you know? So I drive over to the card shop. I find it. Pretty cool spot. They have all the tables set up because they do tournaments and stuff there. And I'm kind of looking around. I see the two guys working there. He's like, hey, you know, of course I'm wearing the mask. In Florida, we've recently gone to phase three. So phase three basically means that there's like no more. Like that it's basically up to businesses whether or not they want to have the restrictions or not. And when they're feeling good, I'm looking at all these tabletop games and card games. The guy had one pack, one booster box of the one that I was looking for. And I'm like, oh my God, yes, thank you. He's like, do you want some packs out of it? Or he's like, do you want the whole box? I was like, no, I'll take the whole box. And the guy was super knowledgeable, but not like pushy, because I don't like when salespeople are too pushy. He was really chill. He's like, oh, what are you looking for? I was like, to be honest, look, I'm just getting back into this after a long time. And he was like, oh, okay, this, this, and this card are like the best ones in this pack. So keep an eye out for this. And then they had like a promotion where if you spent a certain amount, they gave you extra card packs. And I was like, all right, that's pretty cool. So while I'm actually sitting there getting ready to pay for my stuff, in comes a picture frame family. And what I mean by that is these were the most generic white people I have ever seen in my life. The husband had like the cargo, sh the, the shorts with like the polo shirt. You were going to say that? They, they just looked like, you know, when you buy a picture frame at Walgreens and there's like a generic photo of a family at the beach. Yeah. That's what this family looks like. Now, in comes the father with his wife, who also looked generic and boring as hell. They all look like Tom from Facebook, man. It it Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> funny because... It's like, all right, I can tell, I can tell. I, I, I could just feel it. I don't know what it was. I looked over and I felt it in my soul. I was like, ugh. So a guy comes in with two kids, a boy and a girl. And as soon as they walk in the store, the kids are like yelling and frantically like running at the entrance. Now, when you walk in the store, mind you, at the store door, there's actually a sign that says, please wear a mask. When you walk in, there's a massive jug of hand sanitizer for you to sanitize your hands. It's a card shop. It's a game. It's a board game shop. Of course, people are picking up stuff and looking at it. So they want to make sure that everyone is sanitizing their hands. So I'm at the cash register 
I'm looking over to my left. I'm seeing the kids running around. And in my head, I was like, dude, don't let your kids run around. It's kind of kind of rude. Um, and they're yelling. So the gentleman at the counter very politely asked, oh, I'm sorry, sir. Do you mind putting on your mask while you're in the store? And then the guy's immediate response goes, is that still the law? And the guy's like, well, we, despite the fact we've gone into phase three, the store's policy still remains that it is required that you wear a mask. And the guy kind of scoffs. He halfway puts on the mask. The wife completely ignores what the guy at the counter said. The kids were just like running around touching everything. So while that was happening, another gentleman comes in. He was by himself. Guy behind the okay. cashier, very politely asked him, oh, I'm sorry, sir. Uh, do you mind sanitizing your hands? Because, you know, they had the thing at the front. You just pump it in your hands. You rub it all over. Boom. He's like, oh, okay, no problem. Now, once the gentleman at the counter realized that the rest of the family hadn't put out on their mask, he asked him, oh, I'm sorry, sir. Can you just make sure that the kids are wearing their masks? And if you don't mind having everyone sanitize their hands, you know, because they're going around touching everything. Yeah. And the dude takes his mask off and he goes, okay, that's it. We're out of here. And then he turns around and he says to the guy at the counter, good luck with your business. The fuck? But said it in such a dickhead, passive-aggressive, condescending way that he was basically like, oh, since I'm not buying anything, have fun going out of business. And as soon as he said that, D, I was furious. I was furious. Why? Because like I said, I was having a good day. I smoked in the car. I was listening to some music. I was jamming out the whole way onto the card shop. I was excited once I got to the card shop because they had the one booster box that I was looking for. They had one left. I was like, man, today is going awesome. I was having like a feel good day. And he's like, good luck with your business. And then that's when I kind of like lost control. And I was like, yo, shut the fuck up. And the dude's face when I said that is jaw dropped. I'm like, shut the fuck up and get out. He's like, you can't talk to me. I'm like, I can talk to you however the fuck I want because I don't work here. He goes, this is bullshit. How do you expect business? He's like, I don't understand how you expect to keep the lights on when you're turning away your your customers. I was like, he's not turning you away. He's asking you if you can please, one, put a face mask on, like it says on the entrance of the door before you walk in. But let me guess, you didn't read that sign. And then when you walked in, ignored the giant jug of hand sanitizer that says, please sanitize your hands before touching the products. But you decided to ignore both those signs, scoff when he asked you to do it, and basically made it seem like, oh, well, I'm not giving you my money. Guess what? If you're walking in with two kids who are running around into, you probably just saw that it said games outside and thought it was a toy store. This is not a fucking toy store, all right? It is a game for more comprehensive tabletop games, card games, like, this isn't a place where you're going to go and buy your kid like a toy. That's not what this store is. It's where they hold tournaments and where you can buy cards, play these elaborate, you know, sellers. Like you're not buying a five-year-old kid. That So that's kind of what aggravated me a little bit more was that, like, you probably were going to come in here, distract your kids for a bit, and walk out. But the fact that he asked you to do something that should just be common sense at this point aggravated me because he's like, well, I, then I'm not going to give you. And guess what? You, I can almost guarantee, weren't going to buy anything anyway. Okay, because one, your kids are still young. They're out of control. I doubt that they have any sort of knowledge about any of these games that you have here. So you you weren't even there for that. You weren't even there for that. And for you to just condescendingly be like, oh, uh, good luck with your business. That's when I kind of lost it. I was like, yo, shut the fuck up. Get the fuck out. He's like, you can't talk to me like that. I'm like, guess what? I fucking can because I don't fucking work here. And I'm like, what? He's like, this is wrong. Like, He's like, come on, guys. We don't need this. I'm like, that's right. You don't need it. Get the fuck out. And then they were like outside and I was walking to my car and guess what? 
course, they're parked like two cars next to mine. And I'm walking, I got my headphones on, and then he's standing there, and he goes, he's like, that was just disgusting and rude. I'm like, fuck you. Fuck you, because you know what? I'm tired of this. Take the high ground with these people, because if you're so self-absorbed, if you're so dumb, I'm just going to say, if you're so dumb that your first instinct was to get offended that a private business asked you to just sanitize your hands when the giant pump thing's there, what does that take? What effort does that take? And for you, the first thing you do is to be like retaliatory when he asks you, oh, put your mask on. He's like, is that the law? He's like, well, we're a private business. Because let me tell you this. I guarantee you that guy will walk into a store or a bar and on the front it says no shoes, no shirts, no service. But it probably walk in and be like, is that the law? No, because that's a business that's stating their standards. If you don't have shoes and if you're not wearing a shirt, you can't come in here. It's the exact same thing. If you're not wearing a mask and you're refusing to sanitize your hands, don't come in the store. We will not serve you. Kids right around touching stuff and making a mess of everything. Exactly. Uh, at least keep an eye on your kids. Shit. Yeah. And that's what aggravated me most. And that's why I had this moment. Because you know what? They robbed me of my moment, Dylan. They robbed me of my moment. I was having a great day. I don't have those very often. I was feeling super good. I took the scenic route to get to the card shop. Kind of drove by the beach. Like I said, I'm smoking in the car. I'm feeling good. I got some tunes going on. I'm just like bopping the whole time. I got out excited. I saw they had it. I was getting my purchase. I was like, man, I can't wait to go home and open this. And they had to come in and they had to take that from me. So I was furious. I was furious at them. That's why I had like no fucks. I was like, no, fuck you, you piece of shit. And your piece of shit kids, you can get the fuck out. Damn, man. He's like, I'm telling the manager. I was like, I don't fucking work here. <laughs> like, Dude. I don't give a shit. And then when he told the guy at the counter, um, good luck with your business. I'm like, he's going to be fine. And I told him, I was like, hey, my man, look, I wanted that booster box. Let me get that tin in the back. Let me get this structure deck. Let me buy. I almost spent twice of what I went to originally buy just because I was like, fuck you. They don't need you because you weren't going to buy shit from here anyway. So. so- George, I gotta ask you something, man. Mm-hmm. Like, me personally, I don't have the gall to, like, if I'm ever around someone who's acting toxic in, like, a public place, I don't have the gall to one up them mm-hmm. just because I don't feel it's my place to speak to them mm-hmm. on the way they're behaving. You know what I mean? Because people should automatically know that this is the way that, you know, you should act in society. Like, you know, don't act underhanded, don't do dumb shit like this. Like, whatever that dude was doing in the store, absolutely unacceptable like yeah. that's not right and, and the by thing, mm-hmm. uh, no, like sorry. mentally i can't fathom people doing shit like that like mm-hmm. if you're gonna go out just be nice and be treat other people decently like uh like and i guess what i'm trying to get at is i admire the fact that in a crisis situation like that you're still able to tell someone hey man like get your head on right or just you know stop acting like a dumbass and just get right with people Oh yeah, I'm quick with it, dude. Cause no nah, man, like I felt, definitely. Cause the dude is, I felt bad for the store people, cause you know they can't really say anything to them. Yeah. And just the way that he was like aggressive and passive aggressive with them, and basically made it seem like, oh, good luck surviving without my business. Like, guess what? You're probably gonna come in here, walk your kids around, probably weren't gonna buy anything once you realized it wasn't a toy store, and then just walk right out the door. So you're not even contributing to this business. So for you to come in with the with the angle of, oh, well, uh, good luck surviving without my money. Guess what? You weren't giving money to them anyway. So you really had no reason for saying that. 
And yeah. it's just aggravating to see because I see a lot of that arrogance nowadays of like the the why do I have to wear a mask? Because it because of a fucking pandemic, that's why. I don't give a shit what the government says about them opening up restaurants here. I still wear my mask out. I have people like, I'm not wearing a mask. I was like, then you're not getting on the elevator with me. And I tell them just like that because it's dumb. This is such a dumb thing to be resistant about because I get that. I'm like, I'm never going to feel bad for listening to scientists and doctors because who are you listening to? Who is telling you you don't need to wear a mask? All right. And then we can compare and see what happens to you. But it's just I'm tired of stuff like that and just the arrogance. And then, like I said, I was having a really good day. So that's kind of what made it worse. The fact that I was having a really good day and then you took that moment from me. You took something that was going great and then you you soiled it with your bullshit and your nonsense. So that's why I kind of had to like call him out and put him in his place. And it had it turned into like a physical thing. Then I'm okay with that, too, because I'll look. Guarantee your son's never going to forget you getting your shit waxed in the middle of some random card shop. That shit is never going to happen. He's going to grow up with that memory. You're going to tell your kid, oh, hey, did you clean your room? He's like, oh, did I clean my room? Uh, Did you do anything when that guy yelled at you in that card shop? Like, no. So I hope his son talks shit to him. Yeah, I learned to sanitize my hands, daddy. Bitch. And then he spits (laughs) in his face and he spits in his mouth. And it was just aggravating because it was one no, of those man. things like that shit I don't tolerate. I'm sorry. That shit I do not tolerate. Like I will admit, like, there's a lot of like not good behavior coming at a lot of people whenever they step out of their homes. I'm not sure what it is this day and age. It's but, the like, pandemic. I, it's the I've pandemic. I've had situations like that too, where it's like I'm literally just going about my own business in Walmart. Like my mom will send me out on like a couple grocery shop runs and I'll pick her up some items, but then people will just talk to me in line and be like hey stay six feet back and i'm like thinking to myself motherfucker i i had no intention of getting anywhere near you or talking to you so just mind your own damn business mind you i don't say that because i don't want to like make a situation bigger than it actually is if you want six feet distance from me and you and you're trying to be respectful of that that's fine but mind your space i'm fine with my space right now you know like that's what i don't get like yeah i feel like you're also a lot less confrontational than I am because I kind of jump right in because I'm like okay what do you want to do something because if you do then that's great because I'm off today and I have nothing but free time alright you're not about to fuck up my day okay like the amount of altercations and shit that I've gone to situations where I've gotten out of my car me and some other dude fighting in the public's parking lot like fighting in in the parking lot of a Pollo Tropical you know fighting outside of that Arby's that one time on Metairie, the one that's on Vets, fighting outside of the Kmart on Vets. See, you know, it is I what think it is, is the thing I think though is like uh, the way that you go about it. It's justifiable, you know. Like, oh yeah, I'm not over here antagonizing people. Yeah. The thing is, if I see something, I'm going to say something. You know, it's like what they say at the airport. If you see something, say something. Like this is bullshit. Because you come in here with this sense of authority, you weren't going to buy shit anyway. Let's be real. Because all these games are way too complex for your kids to understand anyway. That and just telling, like, just telling from this guy and how he walked in and, like, kind of, like, the aura that he had about him. I knew. I knew as soon as he walked in, like, what is it? What, like, oh, and these kids are running around. I'm like, first of all, who lets their kids just run around a store? And then when the guy, I was surprised with the guys at the store. I was like, man, they were so polite and courteous. It's not like they're like, hey, put your fucking mask on. No, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. I'm like, he's like, do you mind uh, putting your mask on and having the uh, mask for the kids and then sanitizing your hands at the entrance? He's probably one of those adults that didn't have the heart to yell at his kids, so instead took it out on the people working there. That's why. Yeah, and I was like, this is ridiculous. This is such a dumb thing. 
Because it's like going back to what I was saying. The no shirt, no shoes, no service. If I walked into fucking Denny's barefoot and they're like, oh, sir, you can't come in here barefoot. I'm like, it's not illegal to be barefoot. And they're like, yeah, it's not. But we're a private business. And we have the right to set standards on who we will and won't serve depending on what our standards are. Yeah. So why would you argue with that standard? If you don't like it, leave. But don't be a dickhead on the way out and try to make it seem like, oh, shit. Well, you'll never get my money. Guess what? You weren't buying shit anyway. And that's what I told the dude. I was like, look, give me more than what I came here for. Because clearly you don't need their fucking business. And then you're good on your own. But I'm like, yo, let me fucking help you out. It's the reason why I bought, yeah, I probably would have saved 30 minutes of my time by going on Amazon and buying that box. But the truth of the matter is I wanted to go to the store. I wanted to look around. I wanted to help a fucking local business. The guy had it. I bought it. You know, and then when the dude left, I was like, hey, you know what? Give me that tin. Give me that structure deck. Give me this. And I bought a couple extra things, you know? I spent more than what I had originally wanted, but I was like, fuck it. That's worth it to me, yeah. you know? But, yeah, that was just a moment. I know we started off the episode kind of talking about feel-good things, but my feel-good thing led into something that just aggravated the shit out of Dude, me. Dude, so. honestly, like, I feel good hearing that story from you. Like, yeah. some people need to be told shit like that, you know? So, no, like, that that's good. Like, yeah. it's always good to hear, like, redemption stories of someone standing up for the little guy in situations like that where they're oppressed and they can't really say shit and then all of a sudden you have someone who is in a place where they can say something and they do you know that that's stuff that's awesome to me like you don't yeah. hear stuff like that too often whenever you do it's like wow like it's incredible every time you like actually if you actually see a situation like that or you're in a situation where you're you're in a position where that person stands up for you instead like that honestly like you you like, even though your day was shit, whatever that business was, like, you probably, they'll never forget you, man. I, I promise you that. Yeah. Well, like I said, I'm, I, I just, it just irritated me to no point. So, and trust me, it won't be the last time I go to the store, but I'm, I guarantee you it's going to be that guy's last time going to that store. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. He's never showing up again. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, that's just a quick little, little thing that happened that was, actually, that was yesterday. Holy shit. That was yeah. yesterday. Yeah. I forgot that that was yesterday. Because today is Sunday. I went got some Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I think I pulled some decent ones. I got the Winged Dragon of Raw out of the Rage of Raw uh, nice. booster box. So that was pretty cool. And I've just been on a Yu-Gi-Oh kick lately. So fuck that dude and his bullshit generic unseasoned chicken family. I know you'll never hear this, but if you do, if you want these fucking hands, you can come find me. My address is... No, I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll uh, stop right there. I'll edit, I'll edit, I'll edit my address out. <laughs> Yeah, but for sure, like, you know, damn, man, I still can't believe shit like that happens in this day and age. Where where do people have the mindset to be acting that way in public? Yeah, so this is a good, I feel like we've done a little good COVID catch-up episode where we've been at. You know, we've talked about the pandemic, we've talked about the things that are going on, and... You know, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for this new episode we have coming out. I believe it's going to be coming out the following week after you're listening to this one. So anyone listening, please, please, please keep an ear out. Whatever streaming service you're listening to us on, make sure that you're subscribed to it. Make sure that you guys like and rate it. Uh, that really does help us out with in terms of like Google search engines and things like that. And to broaden the kind of promotion for the show, that really does help us out a lot. If you're a fan, please tell your friends, tell your family, tell whoever. I really do like this uh, format we have going on. Of We'll do a couple of episodes, me and Dylan, and then we have a guest come on and tell us about their experiences. Because I, I just love hearing from people, man. I really do. So, 
I'm glad we could get together to do kind of like a quick little episode for you guys this week. Next week, please stay tuned. I'm really excited for the following episode after this one releases. Uh, I have someone coming on. Very cool person who I actually met through Instagram and someone who listens to the show and this is going to be the first person who comes on the show that isn't like an immediate friend of mine that I already knew no this is someone brand new who's you know I reached out to and someone's like hey I really like your vibe you seem like a really cool person would you like being on the show and uh, she was super into it listened to all the episodes she's like I really like how easy going the podcast is so we got a a lot of compliments and feedback from her because she she definitely dug the format and that's what I like you know I don't care if a pro gamer or if you're just a okay my my cat just decided to rub her asshole all over my microphone here can you get <laughs> off please kiva thank you oh god you're so fat oh you fat bitch so yeah keep an eye out for that uh any sort of updates we will be posting them on the instagram guys i'm sorry if i haven't seemed super active on the instagram i've just had a lot of stuff going on i'm going to be seeing if i can kind of get more active on that so that you guys don't ever feel like it's just a dead page and then yeah so dylan unless you have anything else i think this is going to wrap it up for this short episode of the gaming disorder podcast episode 13 lucky number 13 friday the 13th a you know yeah man i think it'll be a, a really good episode so yeah keep an eye out for that guys if you have any questions comments concerns thoughts opinions constructive criticisms please feel free to reach us out to us at the gaming disorder podcast at gmail.com or the instagram that we have the gaming disorder podcast on instagram i'm the forte jorge on instagram dylan is the dylan lang pretty self-explanatory the link tree to all of our services wherever we're at google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, spotify pocket cast deezer tune in iHeartRadio, you name it we're probably on it Shout out to the one person who listens to us in the Republic of France. I see you. Please reach out to me. I'd love to get your opinion because I can see the map of whoever listens to us. And there's one person that listens to every episode in the Republic of France. So if, you, if, you, if you're listening to me, Je m'appelle Georges. Homme du fromage. Uh, merci. And you that's said it. something about cheese omelet, man. I yeah, know man. that much. I'm about it. I'm about that life. And je m'appelle Dylan, too, man. Je m'appelle <laughs> Dylan Lang. I'm the Forte Jorge. We've been great. You've been great. Thank you guys. And stay tuned in for next week's episode. It's definitely going to be a hit. So.